Anna Marie Boyd, and you are listening to Moved by Grace Counseling Radio. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Anna Marie Boyd, and I'm a licensed professional counselor, a registered drama therapist, a registered yoga teacher, and a PhD candidate in mind-body medicine with a specialization in integrative mental health. My podcast is going to supply you chicken nuggets of information regarding innovative and somatic approaches to mental health treatment. In just 10 minutes each episode, we're going to learn about topics such as creative therapies, neuroscience and play, mind-body connection, and alternative approaches to psychotherapy. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into the topic of the day. This episode is actually our second episode in the call to action for cultivating, understanding, and changing patterns of thought and behavior in the realm of relationships. So we have broken this series down into steps. Each week we are cultivating information from philosophers, scholars, and biblical texts to guide our journey. Each week we will provide a new applicable perspective to cultivating meaningful relationships and healing relational wounds to create a new future for yourself and the individuals around you. So welcome back. I'm so happy that you have chosen to continue on this journey. And as we grow from step one, which is taking accountability of ourselves and our response, we move towards step two. Step two is fun. Step two is hard. And step two involves moving towards conflict and even embracing it, hear me out, as an opportunity to move towards intimacy in your romantic relationships, in your friendships, in your familial relationships. This is a powerful reframe if we can move past our own human pride, which is easier to adapt to if we're already practicing taking accountability for our roles in the realm of relationships. So I assume that it goes without speaking that conflict is inevitable and a hundred, forget that, 150% necessary to address conflict and not suppress it. So negative, physical, and mental and emotional ramifications of conflict and of, of conflict avoidance can result in unregulated emotions physical, mental stress, ruminating on how we have been wronged, what we could have done differently, and ultimately building resentment. So Ronald Reagan once said that peace is not the absence of conflict. It is the ability to handle conflict by peaceful means. And in biblical texts, the Lord says that Not that by being a Christian, we are not going to have any challenges or storms. In fact, we absolutely are going to have challenges and storms, but it is our responsibility to learn how to respond to them and how to articulate our conflict in a healthy manner. So I've broken this step of embracing and moving towards conflict into three steps. So I hope this is not too, too layered, but hopefully it's easy to articulate, understand, and implement in your life. So when it comes to conflict, we want to be quick to address hurt. Conflict can usually be traced to mismatched expectations. For example, say your friends decide to go to a concert and you didn't receive the invitation. 
So insecurity in yourself or relationship can breed rumination on why this occurred rather than simply addressing the hurt. So this is a very easy script for healthy conflict resolution. I use this all the time. It's simply when you blank, I felt. So it's turning it back to your internal emotional experience, I felt. So examine your expectations. Like this person should have invited me. Lay down pride. Try not to take their actions personally. Usually it's not about you. (laughs) And address your hurts face to face. So I say that because texts or chats or even sometimes phone calls can breed avoidant patterns of healthy communication. If you can, if it's possible, you wanna share this face to face. So the next step is, it's called softening your startup. So Dr. John Gottman is a relationship expert. He argues that softening the startup may save you a lot of trouble, even when there is an issue to be rectified. So we want to avoid criticizing statements such as, you never clean up after yourself or I do everything around the home and instead replace that with, I feel overwhelmed and I could really use some help with the chores. So to go back to our easy script, when you came in from work this afternoon and you got on the TV, I felt overwhelmed and tired and I I really could use some help. <laughs> so moving on to step three, we want to be careful of absolute language. So examples of this would be, I never feel included or you always choose them over me. Be careful of the word should or ought. So you should have blank. You ought to blank. We want to be confident. We want to communicate our hurt in a direct manner. Otherwise, the person is just not going to know how to respond or help resolve the conflict, just breeding in more resentment, right? So if we were to use our last friend example, right? When I heard you were going to the concert, I felt lonely. I felt disappointed. So that is taking the blame from putting it on them to how we are impacted. So articulating conflict in a healthy manner. We want to be quick to address hurts over time. The more that we uh, bottle things up, we want the more that we build on these conflicts, the harder it's going to be to communicate to our friends and family members. So we want to be quick to address these hurts. We want to soften our startup. We don't want to criticize. We don't want to blame. We want to take ownership, right, of our feelings. And we want to be careful of the language that we're using. When you blank, I felt blank. Hopefully this gives you a way to start to engage in moments of conflict with your friends and family members. And then last but not least, we want to try to do this face to face. Um, I do think it's really helpful to try to regulate yourself before engaging in these conversations because if we are consumed, if we are overwhelmed with the hurt, if we are really internalizing that, it can be really difficult to try and communicate that. So hopefully this gives you a way to start to move into that conflict because it's really so beautiful what happens when you are able to 
have those breakthrough moments to better understand each other and to really build on your relationships, um, which is our whole goal from starting this series. Um, So let me know some tips that have worked for you when it comes to addressing conflict, uh, when it comes to talking to friends and family about conflict, about the elephant in the room, and let's start a dialogue too on weird ways that we suppress conflict, weird ways that we try to articulate our hurt in um, passive aggressive behavior or, or attitude. This is something that we can solve. We are smart. We are human. We can solve and we can grow from conflict. But the more that we build it up, the more that it is more challenging to resolve because we have already started this pattern of unhealthy communication and unhealthy relationship behaviors. Um, So regulate even a short break of a few deep breaths can calm yourself and then engage in the conflict in a face-to-face direct manner. So thank you so much for tuning in today. We have taking accountability for ourselves. If you haven't listened to that, um, I would I would direct you to the episode before this, and then two, we are moving into this opportunity that we have to grow with conflict. Um, So if you're unsure of things that are causing conflict in your relationships, maybe this is a space to do some writing, to do some journaling, um, to maybe talk to a friend you trust about some of the emotions of resentment that you may be having and are harder to identify. Um, And a counselor is really, really helpful to help you identify those, those things that are tugging on your heart and maybe can help you better understand why it is that it is common for you to not address those things. Um, a very easy example in friends' romantic relationships and family relationships is finances. That can be something that because of your history, because of your past, maybe just has a hold or a tug on you. Um, and with a counselor, with a trained counselor, maybe that helps you to better understand your relationship to finances and how that's causing tension or chaos in your relationship. So that's just a quick example. Um, I hope you found this helpful and I look forward to continuing the series. So have a wonderful rest of your week.